Welcome, and thank you for streaming this sermon. At Heritage Baptist Church, we believe that the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus can truly change lives. So it is our hope and prayer that this service stirs up your affection for Christ and helps you to draw closer to Him. For more information, please visit hbchazlett.org. Miss Jessica. All right. Well, looking forward tonight and the opportunity to preach. I definitely don't take it lightly. Very excited about what this time entails. I do want to say first and foremost, uh, one thing I do want to say tonight, not first and foremost, but one thing I do want to say tonight is I want to say thank you to Heritage Baptist Church and just with the fundraisers that we did with the bake sale and the fundraiser that we did with the car wash yesterday, everyone that helped in both those events, their entire camp is covered. So that, that is totally um, on y'all for y'all's willingness to give. And so I just want to say thank you to the church and um, just all that y'all mean to the youth group and y'all's desire to, to help see them um, accomplish the things that God has for them. So I just want to first tell you that and just thank you so much for your willingness again to give. And then secondly, and most importantly, I want to say to the graduates how much my wife and I love you guys and just how thankful we are. If you've worked, me and Pastor have talked about, but if you've ever worked even remotely and a little bit with youth, you understand that the junior and senior class, when there's a youth pastor transition, is always a unique, just, it's just different as the transition comes in. And I just want to say to the last year's class that graduated, just made it very easy on me. And this year's class, again, I know it's, it's just, it, it is, it's just different. If you ever worked with youth, you, you'll understand it. And so I just want to say thank you for your attitude over the last two years. Thank you for your willingness to participate and get involved. And so I'm just thankful for y'all and uh, thankful that God allowed me to invest in your life in some little way. And so I hope, again, that we'll stay in contact. If we can be a help again in any way, um, I, we definitely, my wife and I, desire to do that, just that. And um, so tonight is one of those unique experiences, right, that... Um, you get to, I believe what I have, what the Lord has given me. I heard, came across this verse a few weeks ago as I was determining what the Lord had me to preach. And the Lord just confirmed that this is what He wanted me to talk about tonight. And this is one of those unique situations, again, where you get to listen in as I, I'm going to speak to the graduates tonight. All right, I believe it's something that can help everyone, but ultimately my aim is... Uh, one last opportunity uh, as far as it within the youth group and that to, to preach to you as you, you're about to graduate and embark on what God has for you. And I, I believe on a practical level, I want to be very practical tonight, all right? So we, we'll try and go quick. But uh, this can help you in your daily walk each and every day if you take these things to heart. This very psalm that we're going to deal with, it's the only one that, Mo, that is recorded in the psalms that was written by Moses and as he's speaking, and so turn in your Bibles to Psalm chapter 90. Psalm chapter 90. And we will read the first 12 verses of Psalm chapter 90. Verse 1. Lord... Thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, 
thou art God. Thou turnest man to destruction, and sayest, Return, ye children of men. For a thousand years is in the sight, or in, I want to make sure I read this correctly, for a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday, when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away as with a flood, thou art as a sleep. In the morning they are like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth. For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath are we troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins, in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are as three score years and ten. So a score is twenty. So we understand that would be seventy years. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore, eighty years, yet their strength, yet their strength, labor, yet is their strength, labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger, even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. And then key in on this verse. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. So the question that we're going to deal with tonight is how are you going to accomplish each and every day what God has for you? How are you going to accomplish each and every day what God has for you? Dear Heavenly Father, come to you in Jesus' name, and I'm thanking you for the privilege. Thank you for the wonderful accomplishment of these seniors. Lord, as they've worked hard, much time has been put in, much effort. I know I joke, but honestly, uh, honestly, there has been a lot of hard work, a lot of effort, a lot of trials, tribulations, so much has went into getting to this very day. And even through all uh, the different things that may have come up or different trials that may have come, they persevered, they kept going, and Lord, they have reached this day. And so, Lord, I commend them for their, their accomplishment tonight. And so, Lord, there's, there are things that you desire for them to accomplish. There are things that you want them to do. And so, Lord, I pray that you'd help them to accomplish those very things. And Lord, we'll praise you and thank you for it. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. In the song that even Miss Jessica sang tonight, there was the words about having the Lord be your vision and allowing Him to direct your paths. We've heard of these different statements that are in the Bible, right? Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in Him, and He shall direct thy paths, right? Understanding that that is only through Him that you will accomplish those things. But I, as I came to the Wednesday chapel, the last chapel for Heritage Christian Academy, and the seniors that came up and they gave their testimony kind of like they did tonight, and it just clued me in that, man, this is exactly um, what the Lord would have because there was a phrase that I think three of, three of you used that I was like, that's incredible because that means no matter what age you are, it just seems like time flies, right? We talk about, man, time sure does fly by. Man, it just seems like time just goes by so fast. As they encourage some of the younger people about their walk with the Lord and saying, don't wait till your senior year. Don't wait as long as I did or whatever. Start now to, to, with your, your walk with the Lord. And even as a seventh, eighth, ninth grader, uh, get a walk with God. 
And I don't care what age you are, it's very important that you have a walk with God. So you may say, well, I'm this age or whatever. No, it's time even now for us to have a walk, a close relationship with God. And we have to be careful because in a blink of an eye, boy, time just passes by. So please don't get down on me. But as I did these stats in my own life, so these are based on my own life. When I base my life, say I live, Lord willing, to be 70, if, if by His grace I'm still alive at 80. Um, I did the stats on myself, but it's quite intriguing. As of today, I, I figured it out by my age and by today's date. So if a person lives, don't get down, but listen, please, okay? But if a person lives to be 70 years old, that would be 25,550 total days. 25,550 days. If you are blessed to live to 80, right? I don't know that I'll ever make it there. But if you're blessed to make it to that, that's 29,200 days. So in my life, I did this and it was like, I don't want to write this down. But as I looked at it in my own life, if I was to live to be 70, that means I've already lived 12,181 days of my life. 12,001. That means if I live to be 70, I only have 17,019 days left. All right? If I live, and that's if, sorry, that's if I lived 80. If I live to be 70, which is even more stark, um, if I live to be 70, that is 25,550 days. And that means that I only have 13,369 days left. Nearly half of my life lived. That's scary. But time simply just passes by. And, and we need to understand that God wants us to do, there is a time to do work for the Lord. There is time to live for the Lord, and then that time is over. The Bible talks about work for the night is coming when no man can work, Right? And so we understand that, man, we understand, man, from the time we turned and got into ninth grade to senior year, it's like, man, it just went by so fast. And if we're not careful, we will go through our life without focusing on the things that are important and the things that might be pleasing to the Lord in that sense, because we can get so busy with other things that are in our lives. And some things we need to understand first and foremost as we get into this is Look in verse number two, we need to understand that God is eternal. You say, how is he different than us? We understand that he is eternal. Look at verse number two. He says, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. And listen to this. The Hebrew word for there is fascinating, okay? So the word here for everlasting to everlasting, it has with it the idea of vanishing point to vanishing point. Okay, vanishing point to vanishing point. So I want you to go back in your mind and think of the earliest memory you can think of in your life. All right. And then you can look forward, maybe future events and things you want to accomplish. And there comes a day in all of our lives that one day we will put this body off. We will stand before the Lord and give account for the deeds that we've done in our body, not for salvation, but what we have done for the Lord. So from vanishing point to a, a going back as far as you can till you can't remember anymore, God was there. And at the end of our lives, when our life is over, God is past that. But there's actually even a stronger Hebrew word that is here that is beyond the vanishing point. Because we serve a God that is eternal. He lives forever. 
So from vanishing point to vanishing point, God is eternal. And not only that, we need to understand also that God is timeless. Because He's eternal, He is not bound by time. Because look at verse 4. For a thousand years is in the sight of uh, are in thy sight as yesterday when it is past, as if it has already happened, and as a watch in the night. So he's timeless. He's, he he doesn't, isn't bound by time. But unfortunately, we are bound by time. You have literally, just like everyone else, you have 24 hours in a day. You have seven days a week, right? You have 31 days in a month, depending on, you know, how how many days are in that month, but about 31 days every month, you have 365 days in a year. And at some point, all of us will live our life and it will be done. So what do we do from now? What do I do with the remaining 17,000 days? Or if I live to be 70, that 13,000 that I have left, how am I supposed to do that? Because I need to understand when, when we think about time, we are bound by time. In other words, we think of a linear timeline, right? We think of something that begins and something ends. But God is not bound by that time. We think about the Bible, and we talk about in Sunday school today, but just how man scoffs today because he says, you've talked about God coming back for so long, but where is the sign of his coming, right? You said that Jesus is coming again. Pastor preached it just this morning. Jesus is coming again. It is a sure thing. It will come to pass. It is going to happen just like he's promised it. But there are those that would say, "What in, you say this and everything just continues just like the beginning of time. And that's where Peter reminds us in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 3 and 4, that a day is as a thousand years with the Lord and a thousand, and a, and a thousand years as one day. And God, listen to me, young people, God is accomplishing a purpose in your life. Philippians tells us that he is going to perform that according to his will. And so we are bound by time. We are bound by a, a, a time restraint in our lives. And he says in verse 10 that our days are three score, and even if that, and even if it's four score, then there's strength and there's labor and there's definitely work to be done and things that are to be accomplished. And so in this psalm, and remember, I just want to make sure we understand the context of this. Moses wrote this when they were wandering in the wilderness. We know the song, 12 spies, 10 were good, bad, 2 were good, and they, they gave a bad report. And because of that, they wandered in the wilderness and they, they wasted their time. Instead of accomplishing each and every day what God had for them and the potential. Man, there's so much potential on this front row, but potential means nothing if we don't allow God to have that potential and instead we use it for ourselves. So please understand that Moses is writing this very passage at a time that the, the children of Israel are simply wandering in the wilderness because of disobedience because they didn't accomplish what they, they just assumed that God was going to bless them and do um, after they had said that they weren't going to go in. Then God said, okay, then you're not going to go in. And then they say, well, then, okay, now we're willing to go in. And he said, no, it's too late. Did you know you can have an opportunity given to you by God, but not be prepared and not be able to take advantage of that opportunity? Some of the saddest things that I feel in my life are the things that, man, that was a great opportunity, but it just simply was not prepared for it. 
And so in this moment, as he's saying this, he's saying, I can just imagine Moses saying, I feel like I'm wasting my time. And as we wander in the wilderness all these years, as, we, as the children of Israel disobeyed God, he's saying, look, I do not want to waste my time. God has put me on earth for a purpose. I have something that he has for me to accomplish. If I'm still breathing, God has something for me to do. He has something that he needs and desires to accomplish through you. And, and and Moses is saying, I don't want to waste my time. I, I want to take advantage of the God, uh, the time that God has given me. I, I want to, there's only a lot of time that God has given me, and I want to take advantage of that in my life to use it for God's glory. I want to spend my time wisely. You see, there's a time appointed in men that we're all going to die. It's just part of life. I think it was Brother Barker that gave the illustration that, you know, 10 out of 10 people die. That's just the way it is. And we're only given so much time on this earth, and I'd hate to, to stand before God knowing that I wasted my days and didn't do what God wanted me to do. And so I can see as Moses is thinking this through and, and writing according to the Holy Spirit's leading that he says, look at verse 12. So he says, Lord, teach us to number our days. I've not done it, but I actually have thought about doing it. Getting up and saying, this is day number whatever of my life. It would be 12,182 tomorrow. But he said, Lord, help me to number my days that I might apply my heart unto wisdom. So many times we spend so much time just wasting our time on things that don't matter. And then we, time goes by and we say, man, I wish I'd have taken more time to do this. The most evident in my personal life is the, the wish that I, spoke, uh, that I played piano. I took four years of piano, so proud of that time. Bless Miss Farish Hart that she put up with us. Um, but all I could play was is Mansion on the Hilltop, and that's only the top hand. So that's all I have to show for uh, my four years of piano. And I wish I would have focused in. Um, I did an internship at a Sp uh, Spanish church, and I wish I had focused more. And I was really on the, I should have really focused on. There's things that we look back, and just time seems to fly by. And we wish, man, time just seems to fly. I wish I had more time. But I'm telling you, if you would take advantage and make the most important things in your life the most important thing, God's not trying to keep anything from you. He's saying, look, if you focus on these, all these other stuff will be added unto you. God wants you to look at verse 14, that, that we may rejoice and be glad in our days. God, God wants you to live a happy, joyful, glad life. Pastor said, life is not to be endured, it is to be enjoyed and that is so true. And, and the life lived for God and the life with, lived with purpose and, and, and with a drive to live for God, man, it makes such a difference. And God, these other things that the desires that you have, He will make them come to pass. As you line up your will with God's will, you'll find out, man, this is what truly brings joy in my life. This is truly what brings happiness in my life. Am I saying there'll never be any bumps in the road? Am I, not, am I saying that there'll never be difficulties? No, because I'm a human being just like you. And I live in a physical body just like you, so you're going to experience temptation. You're going to experience trials. You're going to experience suffering. You're going to experience everything that the rest of the world deals with and has to, uh, has to, um, that comes into their life. But I'm just here to tell you that when I'm focused on God and I'm saying, God, I only have a certain amount of time to live for you. I only have a certain amount of time to make a difference in this world. And so I want to focus on this day. This day is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad into it and be glad in it. I only have a certain amount of time to serve the Lord. Uh, and I want to say to the congregation, him, truly you only have a certain amount of time for to live for the Lord today is the day that's been given to you you're not promised tomorrow you may say I'll serve God tomorrow that's one of the most foolish things 
that a person can say. A person says, I'll get saved tomorrow. Someone says, I'll serve God tomorrow. Someone says, I'll do what's right tomorrow. And then tomorrow never comes. I'm here to tell you, you only have so long on this earth to live for God and make a difference for him. God, teach me to number my days that I might live a wise life. We have too many people living foolish lives, earthly, carnal lives. And I'm here to tell you what's going to make a difference in this world is some young people that says, I only have so much time to make a difference for the Lord. I only have a certain amount of days to make a difference in my world, uh, in the world that God, in the world that God has placed me in to make a difference. And I'll close with this. Maybe you've seen this illustration. I don't know. But one of the big things, whether, let's just be honest, adults, you hear it from teenagers all the time. You hear it from adults all the time. I just, I would serve God. I would be a visitation. I would be outreach. I would be more involved or whatever. I would serve in this ministry. Would I, I, but I mean, honestly, I just don't have time. I would, I don't have time, right? And so they feel, by the way, my, my son wanted this because it's sugar. So they're, kind of, they're nice things that's sweet, you know, things that are enjoyable and fun, right? And so we fill our lives with these things. And then we say, well, now that I'm, I, I've got all this that I want and everything I desire, okay, now I'll fit in my walk with the Lord. Um, now I'll fit in my Bible reading. Now I'll spend time praying. What, I know it'll probably only be very little amount of time. I know I won't have much, but I'll try and sneak it in and fit it in because I just, I'm so busy with all this other stuff. I'll spend time praying. I'll spend time at church or outreach or whatever. It has JJ, by the way. It's his first baseball we bought him. Anyways, squirrel. Ah, I'm going to try and fit these in they, and they just don't seem to fit in. We just don't have time for the things that are most important. So, Brother Jonathan, you know, I would be there. I would do that. I would serve. I... But look, I mean, my plate's full. What, what do you expect of me? I just don't have time. But we'd be amazed if we'd make these the priority and say, God, I'm going to start with my walk with the Lord. It's the most important thing in my entire life. I'm going to start with my Bible reading. Listen to me. I'm going to start with my prayer life. I'm going to start with my, my, my making sure that church is a priority and, and the things and those things are the most important. Oh, I may have to give up some stuff, but you're amaz- you'll be amazed at how much still will fit in there. On behalf of our church and staff, thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons and more information about our church, please visit hbchazlett.org.